0: you're listening to the cars of carlisle network podcast episode number 98 bill sangri part 3 true r code 1970 hemi cuda cars of carlisle is your favorite internationally downloaded podcast about all things automotive Darren and his CFC team are ever searching for interesting automotive happenings, real stories about real car people, and fun features to inform and entertain you. Each week, the Cars of Carlisle crew brings you show topics ranging from car shows, to team adventures, to auto racing weekends, to behind the scenes human interest stories from car nuts that live across town, across the country, or even across the globe. Come join the road trip.
1: Today's back to the ultimate man cave garage of Cuber Bill Sangri. In this trip, we spend time learning about Bill's 1970 Hemikuda with its first-generation 426-cubic-inch high-nickel alloy cast-iron block. This black True R-Code Hemikuda is believed to be one of only seven. Over the 30 years of ownership, 16 of those went to countless hours of detail restoration, spending from 2003 to 2019. Right along on Bill's journey through the providence and history of his car, from the time his cuda rolled off the Hammond track assembly line on July 7th, 1970, right up to current day, as well as the Congress-level events Bill is planning to attend. It's time to pull into the Sangry garage to learn more about this Chrysler e-body. So, let's get revved up! Hello and
0: welcome back, Cubers, to your favorite informative automotive podcast. I am your trusted host, Darren, and thank you so much for joining us. This is the third installment where we are over at Bill Sangri's garage, and just in the past couple of months, he finished up his gorgeous black-over-black black 70 Hemi Cuda, and he spent a Saturday morning with a couple of us on the team. We did the walk-around, and he did a start-up, and had a great time just really enjoying the stories and everything going into three decades of him owning that car and putting uh, 16 years of painstaking attention into every detail and and making it such a fine, fine restoration. So we are really excited for you to be part of that and to hear that today. And with that, we know that everyone's probably going through all over the world, all of our friends and fans, no matter where you are, certainly with everything happening with the Corv 19 the coronavirus it has everybody a little bit uh, on, on edge. And uh, if nothing else, just know that we're all one community and one human race and, and uh, hang in there and, and look out for yourself, but also look out for your, your fellow man. But uh, let's get into the quick trivia question. And this one, I wanted something that is along the lines of CUDA and, and pays homage to the Plymouth CUDA. And with that, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, we had done an, a feature some time ago. But uh, this particular question is about the AAR CUDA and why was it that the antenna was not on the front of the vehicle up by the hood? We'll have that answer at the end of the show. So for now let's head down towards Mount Holly Springs and hang out with our friend Bill. I am here at the amazing man cave slash garage of Bill Sangri. Back again, Bill's actually one of the biggest fans of our show, and I can count on him to listen every Wednesday as he's driving down to the AACA Museum as a volunteer. So I do, I do. I appreciate it. It's always great to have you along with us. Well,
1: thank you. I appreciate it.
0: But uh, it's kind of neat, and, I've, and since he told me about this 70 i CUDA, I've, I've been enamored with it because it's essentially the same age as me. And uh, so I I wanted to ask Bill if there's a Saturday morning that he and I can get together and and talk about the restoration and all the painstaking love he's put into this car. And it's a a real Hemi Cuda. Um, The fifth Venn number is an R and and Bill has done great documentation to show the provenance of the vehicle and everything. And that obviously indicates it's a Hemi car he's been teaching me as we go. So I I learned a little bit more about it. Uh, What's really amazing too, this is only one of seven black Uh, Cudas for this age. That's what
1: my understanding is. Yeah. Yeah, So yeah, of the the 70 mm -hmm. 70 model year for yeah.
0: Yeah. So that makes it, to my mind, pretty amazing. Um, Yeah, you've put a lot into it. In fact, sixteen years is the the painstaking. Took
1: it apart in two thousand and three. Okay. That's when I took it apart. And this car came from Belmar, New Jersey,
0: from your your notes, the the Gundaker Chrysler Plymouth. Right.
1: That's what what I tracked it down to.
0: Okay. Well, I. I'm just amazed at, uh, we were just talking about as you you fired it up and and kicked it over, and we'll we'll try and put a sound bite here in in this episode, Um, but you just, you want to talk a little bit about, well, I'm kind of talking, we're going a little bit in reverse order chronologically, but you made, you had a deadline that you were working to when we first came to talk
1: with you, and you worked your tail off to get there. And didn't make it. (laughs) Actually, when we talked about it, the goal was to have it at the Hemmings Concourse up in Lake George. Mm -hmm. And some things... Intervened and I did I did not mm-hmm. get it done. Mm-hmm. Uh, that kind of came out. Yeah, the, the wife had a medical problem. Sure. And I, I, so it, it just I said wait a minute. Okay, this yeah. I don't I don't, didn't want to rush it and I and I was rushing mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. was not going to be a good mm-hmm. thing. Um, um, actually, I guess it was a show. It was a show in AAC an AACA show. And then it was going okay. to be Lake George, okay. and it finally ended up being the Hershey Show in October. Right. So, but we finally made that. We drove it onto the field in in October, and it it got its first uh, first Junior Award. So, I was led to do that, and we'll take it down to Charlotte next sure. month. So, sure. Um, but you know, to, to be have, to have been working mm-hmm. on it for sixteen years. Mm-hmm. Then rushing at the end, yeah. <laughs> you know, it counterintuitive. Kind of the, the other thing is, you can see the sticker, I mean, the thing is hanging on the window. There, they're never done. I The Punch they, list. I they, see, they're yeah. like on a punch <laughs> list that just keeps getting longer and longer. So, uh, so it it, it it does take a does take sure. a while. But uh, I took it apart right before I retired in uh, in 2003, mm-hmm. and. War, it, it, it got some work done. Got the body work done and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but going all the way back, uh, I bought the car in 1990 okay. uh, from my godson up in uh, in Jersey. Mm-hmm. And uh, that came about because he and his dad, I went to college with his dad, uh, University of Maryland <clears throat> Engineering School, and we were sitting at a table, in. at that time we lived in uh, uh, Virginia. And... His, his uh, father said, "Hey, Michael has a car that you might be interested in." I went, "What am I? You know what?" He said, "I said why? You know what?" And he said, "Well, it, it's a Plymouth Barracuda, and it's got an R in the VIN number."
0: He sat up straight. And, and I went,
1: <laughs> "Yeah." So what came out of that that visit was, Michael, when when you decide you're done with the car, and I think that was in ah, it was in the '80s sometime, uh, late '80s. I said. You call me and mm-hmm. you just tell me what to write to check for, mm. period. Mm-hmm. End of discussion. Mm-hmm. I says is there going to be no? Yeah. And in, in 90, he called me and said, hey, Bill, I'm ready. I'm ready. Write me a check. So I wrote him a check and went and got it. And For uh, <laughs> your, your notes, 3500 bucks. 3500 bucks is what I paid mm-hmm. for the car. Mm-hmm. On the way home, trailering it down in an open trailer, I stopped in Cherry Hill at my brother's place, and a guy came up and said, I'll give you a 10 for it. <laughs> 10 grand and I had multiple grand you know, offers uh, offers like that but then it went in the basement and mm. uh it and it sat there for you know it sat in the basement uh while I did my dodge got my dodge done and mm-hmm. uh, you know that uh, that that sort of thing and then then in in two before I got retired uh, uh I took it apart uh and the, to get the body work uh, Having been in Jersey in the mm-hmm. North Shore, mm-hmm. this car unfortunately and, and it leads to a kind of a, a kind of a what 's changed in our hobby mm-hmm. point mm-hmm. this This car had rusted from the bottom up mm-hmm. and from the top down. Wow. one of the things we discovered. Was uh, and it was not a vinyl roof car. It was just a. It was a. It's a low content car. But it's a. Yeah. Uh, what we discovered was the, the top was rusted. When we pulled the trim off, we discovered the top, the top was rusted back into the top, Oof. but the A pillar on the left side, was about half gone. Okay. So I I went to uh, with the guy who was doing the body work went to Erie, and bought a '73. Uh, car that was rusted out and burnt. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, had caught fire. The interior caught fire. And uh, I bought that car to get the top. And my point that I was leading to, in the intervening years mm-hmm. since I started that in 03, mm-hmm. you can now buy a reproduction top. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the same time when I was doing the body work, um, I bought skins to put on the rear quarter pounds. Mm-hmm. You could buy the inner fenders or the outer Wheelhouse, I should say. Then mm-hmm. you could try, buy the trunk extensions, but this car needed trunk extensions, trunk floor, you know, main cabin floor, mm-hmm. both quarter panels, mm-hmm. uh, replace both uh, both fenders, uh, a lot of work, and the top, a, a mm-hmm. lot of work. Yeah. Now the panels be- between the the panel between the rear window and the trunk lid, that was not really bad. We were able to save that. But we had to, had to replace the trunk yeah. lid itself. Oh, wow. The tail panel was okay. It had to be repaired. Mm-hmm. The, the rear valance took a lot of work. The front valance took a whole bunch of work because mm-hmm. it had been run into something. So mm-hmm. it, it's easier to say what wasn't replaced on the car. You <laughs> right. know, the hood, the shaker hood was not replaced. Wow. The doors were not replaced. Okay. And the tail panel wasn't paced. Front valance wasn't replaced. And the unit body, the the unit frame, if I can call it that, had it was not replaced, but it had a lot of work. At one point, the guy doing the body work, a very good um, uh, guy down in Broadway, he called me one day. He said, "Bill, you you'd be money ahead if you re-bodied the car," mm. and I, which means cut out the vin, cut out the pieces of metal, and transfer them to another car. And there's. Just a couple of those. One on the radiator core support, and the other one on the cow. I said, Jerry, I'm not going to do that. No. I mean, if if I if I have to do that, heck with it. I'll just I'll just crush it to hell with it. Sure. And uh, now I should go all the way back and say when I bought the car, it did not have the Hemi in it.
0: Okay. Uh, part of the That's story right. is and part
1: part part of, part of the what not actually a crate motor. Okay. I'll Just to give you a little bit about. Uh, the the block was in a box, but it was not a crate motor. Okay. Um, I started this started working on this car before you could buy the crate motor from Chrysler. I don't know. You know, it was the it's the second generation Hemi. Gotcha. From
0: Chrysler. So this was uh, just stock that never was bought or used. Yeah. I mean,
1: this the the block. I I I bought all the parts for the all the major parts from a hot rodder in La Plata, Maryland. He was going to sure. put them in a 32 three-window coupe, and he decided to go mm-hmm. to Ray Barton and, and buy, have Ray Barton build a motor. Mm-hmm. But what I got from him, the, the key thing I got from him, was a brand-new, still-in-the-box, uh, high, uh, high nickel, mm-hmm. um, high alloy, stronger, 1974 uh, 426-hemi-block. Mm-hmm. And and a new Kellogg crank and new rods and so, so
0: wasn't it uh, like I know from your notes the Wisco forged pistons right yeah,
1: yeah well I I've now put uh, I I put the Wisco forged oh, pistons in yet. it and it, it came with forged pistons okay. but they were twelve and a half to one mm. and and uh, that's what he was going to build and I these are twelve we, these
0: are ten and a quarter
1: these are ten and a quarter you know I wanted the the motor as as built uh, after we we see seated is actually right around nine and a half. So it, it's it's not got, it doesn't have a lot of compression, okay. and I didn't didn't want twelve and a half to one. I mean, that sounds great, but you know where do you go to get the gasoline for that? That's I mean, right. that this is bad enough, uh, in, in in that regard. But the the main thing was that the the short block was really all what I got done with it was all new. Mm-hmm. Now I had I got sixty nine heads mm-hmm. from nineteen sixty nines. Uh, one of the carburetors is correct uh, for this application. This application being 1970 automatic. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's the the the, the rear carburetor changes de- depending upon whether it's uh, automatic or four-speed. Okay. And what I I think the front the front um, the front carburetor it's a 2-4 two four, two four inline. Uh, as you Hemi guys out there know, that's what they were. It's not mm-hmm. a three-two setup like in the four forties. Um, I think one of them is 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 not correct for this motor, okay. uh, uh, but you, you can't see it anyway. Right. <laughs> I mean, when right. when right. you put that great big bubble on top of that's it, that's right. You. I mean, this morning She's when, when I tried to fire it up, I'm trying to. I've got the <laughs> I got the um, the um, the base plate sitting there, and. I'm trying to reach underneath of it to get the choke to operate well that just doesn't happen i mean <laughs> you have to take all that stuff off right now if if the viewer i mean the listeners were to walk over there they'd see two carburetors sitting on top of an engine and over on the over on the bench is all this other st- I mean that that bubble on top of that engine sure, sure. is something else. And, and right, I'll, put some,
0: I'll put some photos out on Instagram yeah, so everybody can see what we're looking right,
1: at. Right before we came to sit down here and I we, we, we fired it up, they, Darren saw me go over and get the fire extinguisher yeah, and I sure did. Sit, it, sit it there by the, by and the car. And I thought to myself,
0: what a, what a smart man. I
1: just, I mean, you know, I, I knock on wood, I've been lucky on that, but... The the engine really hadn't I haven't run the engine since probably November or something mm-hmm. like that, mm-hmm. and as I told you a couple of things I'm trying to yeah. trying to work out so 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 it's a real Hemi car, mm-hmm. it's a very late Hemi car. What I'm trying to find, is, and maybe somebody out there knows who's listening to this. Yeah. What was the last Hemi in '70? I I just don't know. I don't mm-hmm. know how long they built them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I haven't been able to figure out what the VIN sequence is yet, mm-hmm. but the sticker on the door says it's July seventh. That's pretty uh, correct. And it it it's a very late it it is a very late car, and it and as you said, it's one of, back in that period of time, you know, nobody was really buying black or white cars. They, mm. they were buying plum crazy. Yeah. You know, they're buying lime, lime lemon twist. This the, yep. the 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 high impact colors. Sure. So people weren't buying black cars. They they really weren't. Well, I think what's
0: amazing to me is, and I'll try and take the photos so people can see it, but the striping, um, always an option, but not necessarily standard equipment. And I like how you've done it because it's subtle and only in certain light can you really right. appreciate it. And it's just, I mean, do you want to talk a little about yeah, that? Yeah, I'll
1: though? talk a little bit about that. For, first of all, from I this, I don't have any, I don't have the build sheet, okay? Okay. Uh, where it went, I found a, a build sheet in the car for a, lemon twist vinyl top black 340 obviously wasn't my car Mm -hmm. you know it was in the back of the seat where you expect to see it uh, but in the back of the front seat passenger seat it was Mm -hmm. not underneath the the rear cushion it was not up behind a glove box places you expect it it, the places to look it wasn't there so the only documentation that i have on the car Mm -hmm. is the fender tag actually both fender tags i have i have the fender tag that just details the options and then The Hemi Fender, Mm. there's an extra tag that says Hemi Fender, Mm -hmm. uh, which is a detail that's different about the Hemi cars. Uh, But there's nothing on there about this car having a stripe. The way I have the car presented is with a black stripe, Mm -hmm. and black was the, uh, stripe was optional in black. Mm. Um, I believe this car did not come, with a stripe, okay? the hockey, hockey it stick didn't, yeah. it didn't. I don't think it was there. there
0: and there's there, a billboard in the hockey stick, right? The different...
1: billboard was seventy-one. Seventy-one, okay. You know, hockey stick was seventy. Gotcha. And the other unique thing about it, the billboard in seventy-one, you could get black or white. Mm, okay. okay. Um, I'm not sure. I don't think I've ever seen a seventy-one with a black billboard. I think I may have seen one. Okay. Uh, you don't see this very often. My, I, I personally, I, I believe this car did not have the stripe. Sure. Okay, It's not on the fender tag. If it was on the car, it ought to be on the fender tag. Mm-hmm. The the Dart that mm-hmm. I have over mm-hmm. here, the 69 Dart, that car came standard with a stripe in 69. Okay. This car was stripe delete. I mean, the, the mm. Dodge was stripe okay. delete. That's on the fender tag of that car. The, right. the stripe delete option is on the fender tag. So I think... If if this had, if the Cuda would have had a stripe, yeah. it would be on that fender tag. It does That's not. That's good logic. I, and the other thing, um, I put when mm-hmm. I got the car, it had power steering. I left it that way. Yeah. Uh, you yeah, know, when you ch- if you change it back, I could have put a manual box on it. And one of my friends, Glenn, said. You really don't want to do that. <laughs> it's not going to be any fun to drive if it, you. you really don't want to do that.
0: That's on muscle cars. You're building your biceps. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's
1: a lot of weight up there in the front of the, uh, on the, uh, yeah. the front tires. Yeah. So and there was there's one. Oh yeah, the other the other thing. Um, interestingly enough, on this car, uh, this car, and it, it is the story of the car. This car came with an open, non-sure grip, standard rear. What does that mean? three twenty three rear open eight and three quarter inch mm. rear, which was the standard rear for for big block cars okay um
0: because the dana wasn't an option that the the
1: dana was oh what? okay and i and I talked to the original owner back when I bought the car um i I managed to talk to everybody at that time that that had the car, and so I know I developed this story from from and discovered the story from talking to him. Mm-hmm. He ordered it, oh by the way, he was a mechanic at a Chevrolet dealership, mm-hmm. so I can imagine where he had to park. <laughs> and, uh, and he ordered it with the Dana. And I think he didn't know what he needed to do to get the Dana. Okay. But make a long story short, he couldn't get it, didn't get it. He ordered it in December. And finally, he finally told he said, finally in May I just said something like, well, put a rear in it and ship it. You know, I can imagine he was he, frustrated. he, he was frustrated mm-hmm. and I think he didn't know he didn't know you needed to order the super track pack i mean yeah i th- I think he didn't know something or he didn't know somebody okay i i, I it, but in any case, the car came with an open rear now you know day two he put a sure grip in it and uh and that it that's what's in it now is a sure grip, but it's a three twenty three I was going to put a dana in it. Uh, when I first started, uh, I started down the first. When I first started down the path of restoring it, I was going to do a day two car, you know, headers and all yeah. So I said, yeah, "Hey, yeah. not the original motor. Who? Sure. You know, what the hell?" And, uh, and I was going to put a data under it. Dana under it, saying I'll make it the way that he wanted it. Yes. And then, and I had the rear and everything, and I finally said, "No." Nah, I'm, what, I'm what, what do you think? Maybe changed back the course. T- cha- me changed yeah, the course. Yeah.
0: What, what, what kind of changed your heart back to the
1: uh, realize would. <sighs> I'm, a, I'm an original, yeah, origin, I original, I'm a purist in that mm-hmm, sense. And mm-hmm. I said, you know what? Well, I was looking at the auction saying, this car's bringing damn good money. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I've, I've ridden that roller coaster of, uh, of of the prices of the cars. Mm-hmm. My rea- so that's what changed my course, gotcha. uh, was mm-hmm. my originality view and the value of the car. Okay. Now the other thing about the value of the car is, hey guys. It's a Plymouth. Mm-hmm. Come on, let's be reasonable. Mm-hmm. It's a Plymouth. Mm-hmm. It, you know, I know it's a, a rare Plymouth, but it's a Plymouth. I mean, go shut the door. It's not that quality clunk sound that you'd like to you'd like to hear. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in any I changed it and I sold some of those parts. Sold the and I sold the uh, put everything back as as good as I could make. Mm-hmm. My objective, however, in this is frankly AACA judging. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I won't, you know, OEM judging, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll never, the, the car will never be to that point because it doesn't have the original motor, original trans, sure. or for that matter, the, the original rear. I mean, all, right. all of that, all of that's gone. Out of your control. So, I mean, I'm just not going to go do that. It's, sure. uh, these cars are difficult enough to do yeah. and expensive enough. They're, this is by far the most expensive restoration sure that I've not. done. Sure. be that for myself or somebody else. Uh, they're just really, really expensive to sure. do. And, uh, of course, they're, they're worth it. I mean, I've tried to mm-hmm. keep it because mm-hmm. the lady inside the, in the house in there one day asked me, <laughs> uh, but I, I've tried to keep it to the point where my expense is within a range of what I think the car's worth. Gotcha. Uh, so so um, you've
0: got to keep the other House of Congress somewhat you know, satisfied. We, I,
1: I went probably pretty close. I think it was up to the point where we made, we're writing the last check on the paint job. I mean, that pretty close to 15 years because mm-hmm. I finished painting it. No, it was, it was 11 years at that point from the time it started. And we're writing the last check and she said, uh, well, she asked the question. I was oh, oh. Mm-hmm. <sighs> there was a series of three questions. How much more? How much have you? Mm-hmm. And what's it going to be worth when it's done? Mm-hmm. And I was able to get through all of that. and So A and B at least added up Just yeah, it's it's under what I think it, what I reasonably think it could be sold for. Well, then
0: that's that's all that matters. Well, I know you hit two major roadblocks or challenges, if you will, in this whole restoration. Do you want to hit on uh, what those were?
1: Yeah, yeah. the 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 big challenges were for me that I'd never done an E body. Mm -hmm. I've done a B body, Mm -hmm. uh, Super B, Mm -hmm. and I did the A body Mm -hmm. over here, Uh, but this is different. Um, the e bodies are are different now, you know some ah, come on bill you know no well, but they are they are different the other thing that was really different is the fact that this car lost its hemi engine in right. 1973 from talking to the owners in the fuel crisis and that's kind of a you know automotive history and economy history and world history kind of thing mm-hmm. in 1973 a car that got 4 to 6 miles to the gallon well, people took the motors out of
0: them, especially when you can only buy gas three days a week or, yeah,
1: right, exactly. Now, my records say it happened in seventy three but a three hundred and sixty went in it mm-hmm. and i 'm now beginning to question that, but early in its life, uh, it got a three hundred and sixty in it okay. i don 't think the, I think the three hundred and sixty was just out in seventy three mm-hmm. so i 'm not really sure whether it was seventy three or seventy five but there were two, I think there were two, as I remember, there were two fuel crises in that period of time. Okay. But this lost its motor uh, early on in the 70s due to the fuel crisis, the cost of fuel. And the motor came out, uh, went into one of the early owner's mm-hmm. uh, basement, and it sat there for 12 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, race, a racing guy uh, uh, bought it, put it in a charger, mm-hmm. and blew it up mm-hmm. at uh, English Town. And uh, I got a hold of him in like 91, and he said, it's buried somewhere in a, long fi- uh, in a landfill in Long Island. Wow. Now, I wasn't, like you can kind of laugh about this, but I wasn't smart enough to say what landfill, you know, and, and go. But he said there wasn't anything left. Okay. So, you know, I, I don't know what happened to it. Yeah. But also the transmission went away, Sure. the bubble went away. Sure. I mean, when I say the bubble, the, the shaker, the, right, shaker right, went, right. the hood didn't go away. When, when I got it, it had a, one of those ram charger um, intake, yeah. I mean, like a a hood, hood scoop, hood scoops. Mm-hmm. You know, they're about three inches tall or something like that. And that was screwed onto, mm-hmm. holes drilled in the hood, mm-hmm. screwed. And that was one thing we had to fix. We had to fix, fix yeah. the hood, yeah. uh, the holes in the hood through the frame of the hood and everything else. Um, but that's the way I got it with a 360. So where's that, where's, what's the point of that discussion? Everything in the edging compartment that was unique to the Hemi yeah. wasn't there. Wiring, right? I mean, w- wiring. I mean, and all that. I mean, the one I tell the the big example is the the choke the um, the choke heater mechanism, the choke heater tube. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it took me weeks to figure out what that was, and then more weeks to figure out where I could get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, see, I when I was doing the day two, I wasn't worried about it because sure. it had headers. Sure. But now I'm putting cast iron headers on it, and that. That heater tube—it's a cold air tube that goes down. It must—it must go three feet. I swear to goodness, a big long tube that goes down and then comes up through the bottom of the exhaust manifold. Mm-hmm. Um, the cast iron exhaust manifold goes through a, an eight-inch long pipe okay. that is in the exhaust manifold, and then then it goes up to the carburetor. You know, and that's another 18-inch pipe. Well, I'm standing there looking at my reproduction exhaust manifolds, and there's no hole. <laughs> So I got to drill a hole, an eight-inch long hole, basically from one side to the other side. Yeah. Well, that's not going to happen on that drill press over there, not with Bill running it. <laughs> so, um, you know, so I had the I had the tubes and I took it into UCF in here mm-hmm. in Carlisle, and they said okay, and they they did they they did that for me. Wow. Uh, they they drilled because, you know, yeah, I can drill a hole. Sure but it needs to be in line with the other hole. That's exactly right. It was, it was, I'm not going to, I'm not going to. That you know, takes, just, them. Takes, takes somebody that knows what they're doing That's right. better than me. That's right. So it, it, it's that kind of stuff. But like you said, wiring, yeah, the, the torque boxes back. The rear springs, they were still there. The the, the the springs were still in the car. The rear springs were still in the car. The, the major body aspects mm-hmm. were still there. Good news for me, the radiator was a, the original radiator. Right. The core support was the original radiator.
0: And you've had some gremlins like the wipers and, and radio, but it was kind, you kind of... Oh, yeah, we got, a, got it in today and fired
1: it up, and the radio was playing, so... <laughs> the gremlins decided, okay, you know, we'll give
0: that one back to you. Well,
1: you know, it, it works out. You, know, you got in this morning, your Z06 didn't exactly run no, right. She's I get enough. in mine, and the damn radio works for the first time in six months, so I don't know what's going on. You you got the PSS, uh, the you got the sticky tires on there? Yes. Yeah. You do yeah. okay. So it's yeah. warm enough today to run.
0: Well, I not doing anything crazy. Just okay. straight line.
1: Yeah, because yeah, I my well, I've got the insurance yeah. off my uh, my C seven, so okay. uh, I'll I won't get it out until the end of the month. So yeah. but uh, uh, so let's see. Um, you know the en- the engine. Um, it looks it looks like the original thing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and it's it's not period correct. It's not matching numbers, sure. Uh, and I haven't made any attempt to do this. It's got a 74 block in a 70 car, okay. But it's tastefully uh, done. That's the thing. Well, it it, it is, and, and the the key thing is it is a it is a real heavy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know I, I, I know that. Back back on what it is, it, I said it was a low content car. It's got an AM/FM radio and bucket seats. You know, it. it it, it just it was a very low mm-hmm. uh, low content mm-hmm. car mm-hmm. you know you got to keep in mind though you know the car was something like 3,000, three thousand thirty one hundred and the engine was eight hundred so i mean yeah. that's that 's about a four thousand dollar car yeah bought by a Chevy mechanic right. but the The other thing about the story of the car it lived its whole life in the north shore Jersey okay. uh, my godson lived in Freehold um, Went to school there, I think you said too. He right? went to school. He went to yeah. school there. Yeah. Wasn't
0: there a nickname you wanted
1: to share? Well, you know, Drager's Cuda. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah that's yeah. Michael's last name. Now he drove. He drove the the car in Freehold at Freehold High School. Okay. He bought it. The the, the to kind of wrap up the point. The first guy that bought it was mechanic. All the guys, and at the time at the time that Michael bought it, he was one of those guys. They were all auto mechanics, auto parts guys pump jockeys because in Jersey you can't mm, pump your own gas. Right, it, right, it, right. Okay. Right. So Still can. Michael was working at the Exxon station there in Freehold when he bought it. Now, when I finished the car and took it to Hershey, uh, I Michael had been trying to get to see it, uh, you know, and uh, he lives, he works in Manhattan. So he and his dad and mother came out and looked at it. He walked around the side of the car and there on one of two pieces of glass that I didn't replace—I mm-hmm. didn't replace the rear quarter windows—is mm-hmm. the Freehold High School parking sticker, and it kind of made his day. He said, "You kept it." Yeah, I—I—I cool. I, I, I did cool. keep that. So, I don't know whether it'll ever get nicked by the AACA judges for having a an incorrect sticker on it, but I don't care. It's part of the story of the car. Yeah. And uh yeah. as I said the those wind those two pieces of glass are okay. Everything else got re- That's all. Uh, everything else is all scratched and replaced, but the windshield wipers still aren't on it cuz I haven't figured out where they are mm. where, they're, where they're parking, but the radio works. So, hey, maybe the wipers worked. I don't know. They <laughs> yeah, thinking uh, maybe I, Maybe, I don't know. Something was, good happened uh, overnight. Yeah, overnight. something well so that saves me one less thing. The um parking brake light still comes on, so I have to fix that. Didn't okay. I I saw that this morning. So, okay.
0: So. Well, I would definitely want to give you final lap and and final word, but I know there's a whole list of people that you. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, you may yeah. not want to go through all of it, but there's some really key. Yeah, let me. The, we got this and list here. And, yeah.
1: um. The guy that built my engine is a guy by the name of John Bissell, and he's he's built all my engines okay. that I've done. We were looking at this uh, Corvette that I got apart over here. That engine will go to John. Now he gotcha. he he doesn't run a business. Yeah. he's a good hobby guy, yeah. and uh, he he helped me build. Uh, we built it in my garage, but they, Don, John did all the work. Um, some of the you know the good good people like around here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gordon's Glass, Dale Gordon. Mm-hmm. Uh, did all the glass work for me? He didn't provide the glass. I got the I got the glass elsewhere, um, at ESC I think. But the kind of thing that he did—he's a car guy. Mm. He came out and test fit the glass. Gotcha. Then he went away.
0: Right.
1: Then he came back out and test fit all the stainless mm. before I buffed it.
0: Mm. Smart. Okay.
1: okay. So now we knew the glass fit the car. Yep. we knew the car fit the glass. Yeah, we knew the stainless, which had was a com- combination of several cars. Sure, that that all fit back on there. Then I went and buffed it, mm-hmm. you know. And then he came back, and so he came back several times yeah, to yeah. to he and, he and his son Zach to make that You'll happen. you will
0: have to send this episode to these guys by email uh, just so they know. Yeah, you, you know, yeah. How much well, I think I told it. him about it.
1: Good. Another local guy, uh, Gary Lebo, uh, Lebo oh, yeah. yep. uh, Lebo's Lebo steering wheels yep. out there. on as I say, down eleven. Most people here say up eleven. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, when I think you go to Shippensburg, you're going down eleven. But yeah, to me, Oklahoma, it's south the, is down. So said, yeah, but that's not apparently the way people feel. Me. But Gary, <laughs> Gary did the steering wheel restoration for me. Uh, instrument specialties. Yeah, uh, you know, like I said, ECS did um, did the glass and the sure. labels and stuff like sure. that. And and then to just kind of shout out to, to two guys. Two Mopark guys, Glenn Park, I mean, Glenn, Glenn Keller and Drew Park, mm-hmm. guys that have done just sure. a bunch of particularly e-body cars. I can't tell you how many times I pick the phone up and says, how do I make this work? I mean, <laughs> where does this go? Yeah. You know, where does this go? You know, I'm standing here with the ashtray in my hand and I, hey, so, uh, okay, well, send me a picture. What the heck you're talking about, sure, Sangria? Sure. I don't know. Right. So it's been it's 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 been a it's been a fun journey. Uh, and what
0: does the car mean to you, your wife, your sons? I mean, it's it's <laughs> almost done. I know you're taking it to Charlotte. It's you're going to have it out and enjoy it some maybe this summer. But what's the next chapter for this Cuda?
1: Um, probably not going to drive it for a while. It's, okay. it's 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 really too nice. Sure. Uh, sure. The boys have looked at it uh, and said. Dad, it's too nice for us to have. Mm. <laughs> they, they said, "Hey, Pop, when you're done with it, mm. sell it and buy each one of us a, a Cobra." <laughs> so so that—that's their view of it, and I get that. I, sure, I, I get yeah. that. It—it's. I'll probably never drive it, unfortunately. Okay. Uh, so it'll—I'll probably end up selling it now. Uh, going back to that, Freehold High School sticker. Mm-hmm. First guy I'm calling is Michael. Uh, I okay, because. Like he said when he saw the Hershey bill, when you come to sell this, you call me. So uh, it's he he would like to have it back, Sure. Uh, and I think I think he knows yeah. the price tag on it. it's not thirty five hundred. Oh no, no, <laughs> but, uh, no. But I I would you know I'll, I'll I'd like to put some miles. It needs to have some miles put on it. it really, yeah. it really does. Right. I mean, you need to be able to walk out in the garage, fire it up, and not yeah. have to worry about it. Right. It, it needs that. But I'm still debugging it. Uh, sure. In, one thing, like at Charlotte, the AAC meets you. You have to, you have to drive it on the field. Yes. So it, it's got to do that. Yeah. So uh, and, and that's mile. where it does that. Yep. And uh,
0: it'll get some low, slow miles.
1: But, yeah, it won't. It won't but. get many. I mean, ultimately, I mean, what what else would I like to do with it? I'd I'd like to take it to some really named concourse. I mm. I would like to get it up to the uh, Hemmings concourse. Um, nothing like Amelia
0: Island or
1: that that. Well, you know, you got to be invited to I some see. of those okay. uh, so I do I got to do a little a uh, little promoting of the car, sure. but I would like I I'd, I'd kind of like to get that if yeah. I if if I can get it. Will it will it go to Macakin in Chicago? Probably not. Mm. You know, it's probably not that good. Mm. Um but it's mine. It's yeah. what I got. So uh I'm loving it. Yeah. So uh it it's 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 just been a long journey sure. it's been fun. Uh Frustrating at times. Sure. Uh, oh, there was one thing you asked me about the challenges I had, and I mm-hmm. forgot to mention it. Mm-hmm. One of the biggest challenges I had was I took it apart 16 years ago. Oh. And yeah. I didn't know where some of the stuff was. You know, and I. And you're a I, good
0: organizer and a good. Well, i pretty good organizer. That's a
1: long time. But, but yeah, I I I couldn't find the rod that connects to from the brake pedal mm. to the master cylinder, and they're all different okay. depending upon whether the drum brakes. You know drum brakes, power brakes, disc yeah. brakes, whatever, yeah, and I knew I had it, yeah well it, I'm on a point, it was sitting right over there on the corner of that table, where all the other hardware was, mm-hmm. but it was sitting on the table on the corner, i mean, among several other long black phosphate bolts, there were several I forget what the other bolts were, mm-hmm. and i I walked past that sucker for six months, mm-hmm. and one day. I, Look down. And, <laughs> Son of a That's boy. not a bolt. There it is. So, I mean, the <laughs> parts were here. Like, I mean, yeah. When I, I took it apart when I retired mm. in Virginia, mm-hmm. you got to haul that up here. The, the body went to went to Broadway. It ended up being stored in a chicken coop. Then, when the body work was done, mm. all the parts went in a pod. They got stored for two years, <laughs> and then I brought them all up here because we were building the house. We had sure. the house built, so. It was scattered all over the place. And when it got here, some of it was here in the in the garage, some of it was in the basement, some of it was up in the attic. I mean, it was all over the place. I knew where it was. And right. My wife said, whatever you do, don't die on me because I won't know where the stuff is. Right. And she didn't have any idea where it was. Right. So, uh, right. And it was sitting here on the lift where the SEO is wow. sitting now. It's just sitting there on a dolly and wow. covered up and sat there for years. So anyway, But it's been fun. It's been fun. That's it's been great. Fun.
0: Well, any final, final lap, final word?
1: Well, I'm 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 going to put a plug in for something that that and we'll oh, I please want to do shoot. yeah yeah and appreciate I really do appreciate the fact that you've promoted the the AACA museum mm-hmm. and in particular uh, the uh, yeah it's got a Hemi display oh
0: yeah you're a big it, man on that son
1: well Friday today no Thursday mm-hmm. Thursday and you will find it sitting right over here on the bench I have a new Hemi okay here in the garage. It's a Harbor Freight 212cc hemispherical lawnmower oh motor. God. And it uh, turns out, for all you Hemi guys out there, uh, if you go in and ask for part number 60363, what you may get is, oh, you're one of those guys. Because <laughs> that's what I got. Okay. And 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 finding them, they, they they have three part numbers. Anyway, this engine over here, I'm going to take it apart Mm. and cross my fingers. I hope it really is a Hemi. Mm. Uh, YouTube says it's a Hemi. Mm -hmm. There's all the articles. I mean, all the YouTubes, but, (laughs) uh, you know, I'll put that in the display up at the the museum, which starts in May and runs through November. So I'm kind of, I keep, it's been fun learning about all the Hemi's. And the the first Hemi's were back in like 07.
0: Right, right.
1: And uh, the, the, the hemispherical combustion chamber, is not unique
0: no. to Chrysler. No. Most
1: of us think about that, but I think about it being yeah. Chrysler. But, you know, it's... Aston Martin, Jaguars, Porsches, and even the old Saab 96 no, three kidding. cylinder two cycle ring ding ding and a cloud of smoke it's a hemi for christ's sake so you know it's 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 kind of kind of cool that's well as the
0: curator of all that you you know it better than anybody
1: it's fun it's fun it's fun
0: well thank you for being a big fan of the show and always great having you welcome back to studio a hope you guys enjoyed that time hanging out with mr sangri Always enjoy talking with him, and he is a wealth of knowledge, and and that CUDA, which we'll have pictures out on Instagram, is drop-dead gorgeous. It truly is. Well, I owe you an answer to that trivia question, and along the same lines of Plymouth CUDA, I had said to you about the AAR CUDA, and what about that particular position of the antenna? Well, as we know, uh, a detail like an antenna on an automobile, particularly of eras gone by, that engineers definitely had to put time and and thought into that because for optimal placement uh, we need to get as far as getting the best AM FM signal they had to consider all that well what was unique about the AAR CUDA is the fact you had a fiberglass hood and that truly did cause interference with the frequency modulation and and with uh, picking up the signal for the radio itself so that required engineers to uh, mount it to the rear So uh, an AAR Cuda owner could definitely enjoy music while driving down the road. So that is the answer to this week's trivia question. Also want to put a shout out to our headline corporate sponsor, Porsche Mechanicsburg. A big thank you to our friends there. In fact, uh, if you are anywhere near the Carlisle area, the greater Cumberland County area, Mechanicsburg, Harrisburg, York, Camp Hill, definitely if you are in the market for a Porsche and you'd be surprised with some of the pre-owned what amazing cars you can get second hand, third hand. Be sure to check them out. They've been, they are a part of the Faulkner Automotive Group serving the Pennsylvania area since 1932. They're located at 6625 Carlisle Pike and currently underway just a few hundred feet to the right. They are building a state-of-the-art Porsche Center which will be completed here in the coming spring. We are really excited about that. And if you are a Porsche owner, be sure to check out the fact there's going to be an exclusive event coming up where they're going to be launching the Porsche Taycan. That'll be happening on May 8th at the Country Club of Harrisburg, 401 Fishing Creek Valley Road. And that is uh, going to be an amazing event. They'll have all, um, all new Taycan Turbo S will be there. They'll have ride-alongs and demonstration, food, cocktails, etc. And you'll definitely want to be part of that exclusive event. So a big thank you to our corporate sponsor, Porsche Mechanicsburg. Before we close, I will hope you uh, heard that gorgeous 426 Hemi as it was idling, you heard that uh, as we came back into the studio, uh, Bill had started it up, it was a cold start that Saturday morning, but uh, real sweet sound coming from that. So again, please take care of yourself and uh, we can't wait to have you come back next Tuesday. We look forward to spending time with you, we love the fact that you are part of this road trip. And with that, we are always giving you the very best in content. Continue to write to us, share your comments, thoughts, and feedback. And the fact that you uh, keep putting the word out for us, helping to share, promote, uh, rate, review, and uh, give us positive feedback, that really helps us expand and and, uh, adds to our our street cred, if you will. So can't wait to see you next week or hear from you, or you hear from us, I should say. So for now, I'll simply say drive well, be well, take care.